This is Michelle from Today's Followers. This podcast is a place where people can learn who they are in Jesus Christ and their purpose in life. Each episode will help you walk on a path that leads to following Jesus Christ and to walk with other believers into a life full of joy, peace, love, and victory. Thank you for joining me on this journey. On this episode of Today's Followers, I wanted to give my testimony. Some of the best witness a person can do is to tell their story of what has happened in their life. So to begin my testimony, let's begin. My new life began on March the 21st, 1992. Now this is the day, or shall I say night, that I will remember for eternity. For this is the day that Jesus not only saved me from myself, but saved me unto himself. Now to go back for just a moment, when I was about 12, maybe 13 years old, I was in a morning church service in a small West Texas church where my my grandmother attended services. While I was growing up, I knew that any time when I was with my grandmother, we would be at the church any time those doors were open for service. There was one particular Sunday during the altar service that I experienced the Holy Spirit in my life personally for the first time in my life. Now, this particular church service was starting to become different than any other services that I'd ever attended in my life. When the pastor gave the altar call and started to pray with and for the people, I stood in the pew next to my grandmother, just like I had probably done hundreds of times before. As the time passed by, something started to happen to me that I did not understand and could not figure out what to do or how to get rid of these feelings. As I stood there gripping the pew in front of me, I started to weep. The longer I stood there trying to figure out what was going on, the more I cried, and then I started to shake all over. I felt something inside of me tugging at me to go to the altar to pray, but I stood there and told myself that there is absolutely no way that I'm going down to that altar to pray because I thought about what would my grandmother think about all of this. After a few minutes, the pastor looked at me and saw what was going on inside of me. He motioned for me to come up to the front altar area so that he could talk to me for a moment or to pray for me. I stood there gripping the pew, weeping so hard that the tears were rolling down my face as I was shaking my head no to him, letting the pastor know that I was not going to move. In my stubborn ways, I refused to move even a single inch regardless of what the pastor did or said to me. A few moments later, he motioned to me again for me to come to him, but I refused his request again. Finally, he motioned for his daughter that was near my age to come to me and to bring me to him. She came up to me and asked me to go with her just to talk to the pastor. I told her that I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to him and that I'll, I'll be just fine. After arguing with her for a few moments, I realized that I was not going to win this battle, so I decided to go see what they were making such a big deal about. So when I stood face to face with the pastor, he asked me if he could just simply pray for me. So we knelt down at the altar together and he started to pray for me. As he prayed, I started to weep harder and I shook even more than ever before. I truly didn't understand what was happening to me, but I knew ultimately I could trust the pastor in this situation. After he prayed for me, he told me that God wanted to tell me something. There were a few sentences spoken through the pastor during this time from God to me. Now it was during this time a praying 
standing at the altar that Jesus called me into, into ministry. Even though I had just had that awesome experience with God, I still wasn't ready for whatever he had for me. At that time, I felt like I didn't want anything to do with God or the ministry because of all the events that God had allowed to happen in my life. The memories of my early childhood, of having my parents that drank and allowed drugs into the home, to the mental, emotional, and verbal abuse that I had experienced as a child, to my parents divorcing when I was around 10 years old, and then for my daddy to abandon me and my younger sister. I also didn't understand why God would want me out of everyone else in this world, and I decided that Sunday morning that he was not going to have me. Unfortunately, I was not ready to accept the call of God on my life and what he was asking of me, because in my mind, I was thinking I had gone through my entire life so far without anyone, and I didn't see any reason why I should let God come into my life then. So I left the church that Sunday and tried to run as far away from God as I could for about the next four years. Now, during the next four years of running, unfortunately, I guess you could say I became an alcoholic before I was even 17 years old, and I would sleep around with almost anyone that I could just to try to feel some kind of love and acceptance. As the years went by, we now come to spring break of my senior year in high school. I had spent most of that week drinking as much as I could. Then on Saturday night, at the end of that particular week, I came home drunk. I went into my bedroom to sit on the floor in front of my home stereo to listen to some music. I'd grabbed a cassette tape to listen to some music in the stereo, but what I thought I was going to listen to and what actually started playing were two complete opposite things. The one Christian cassette tape that I owned just happened to be the one that I grabbed that night. Now, when I pressed play on the stereo, a song titled All That Is In Me started playing. Now, I sat there listening to the words, all that is within me, all that I am, there is nothing I will hold from him. Once that song finished, I said, okay, God, I surrender. And at that very moment, I went from being in a drunken state to be completely sober and in my right mind. Now, this was a total miracle that had just happened in my life. For the next several hours during the night, God and I sat there on my bedroom floor talking to one another. I knew that not only was I asking Jesus to be Lord of my life and to come into my heart, I was also giving up my dreams of going into the United States Marines, which had been a desire of my heart for the past couple of years, and that I would be accepting the call of God on my life to be in ministry. But I did indeed ask Jesus into my heart and accepted the call of God that was on my life that night. After this nightly encounter with God, I laid down to sleep for a few hours. When I woke up the next morning, it was Sunday morning. And because of the upbringing from my grandparents, I knew that I needed to go to church. I had remembered a First Assembly of God church that my grandmother and I had a, a function many years earlier. So I knew that I had a place to go to church that morning. My life was forever changed that night that I accepted Jesus into my heart. I knew that I could trust him with my life and I made a commitment to him that no matter what will happen, in my life that I would never turn my back on him. Now, during the next year, I earnestly sought after God and I spent as much of my spare time praying and studying the Bible. I wanted to spend as much time as I could with Jesus. I had encountered such a love and acceptance from Jesus that I wanted just to give my entire heart, mind, body, soul, my entire life to him. Now, during this year, after getting saved, I'd been studying the Bible and asking God to fill me with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. I understood that at the time I asked Jesus into my heart that his Holy Spirit came to live in me because in 1 Corinthians 
16, it states, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And John 14, 16 says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, with whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I was learning that before Jesus left this earth and went back to heaven, he promised something to his followers. In Acts 1, 4, and 5, And being assembled together with him, he commanded them not to depart Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And then in Acts 2, verses 1 through 4, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one set upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Bible stated that not only did the early church people speak in tongues, but it was a gift that God was still giving to his children today. There is the event of salvation, water baptism, and the infilling of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues. So one day I approached my pastor's wife and was talking to her about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so she took me to a home of a lady from our church for me to talk to her and for her to pray with me about receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This lady talked and prayed with me for the next three hours. But just as that stubbornness that was inside of me with my first encounter with the Holy Spirit at the age of 12 or 13, with not wanting to go to the altar to have that pastor pray with me, I just couldn't get past myself and get to the point of truly yielding myself to God to receive my prayer language, even though it was truly something I had been seeking after. Finally, after about three hours, this lady told me that she had talked with me. I've studied the Bible for myself and that it will just now come to a point of me making a decision to yield to God. When that time comes, it will happen. She told me that we would pray one last time and then if I didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit then, that I would just need to continue seeking God in my own prayer time. When she said that to me, something shifted inside of me and when we started praying that last time, I started to receive my prayer language and started speaking in other tongues. Now, a little side funny story about this. After we had got finished praying, that lady told me that I was one of the most stubborn people that she had ever met. And at a later time, that same lady approached me and she told me that the Lord had shown her that the stubbornness that had been inside of me that she had spoken of earlier, that God is turning that into tenacity for him. That character trait will be used for his glory and that I will go hard after God and I will not give up easily. I am reminded of those statements often when I feel pressured and sometimes want to give up. I turn to that tenacity and I go after God even harder. I want to encourage you, no matter what you have experienced in your past, no matter who might have hurt you or abused you, no matter what things that you have done that you are ashamed of, that I want to tell you God truly loves you and he wants you to come to him just as you are. You do not have to try to clean yourself up first before coming to God. For him to accept you. Just like in that drunkard stupor that night that I got saved in my bedroom, God will come to you right where you are. He wants to meet with you and he wants to come in and live in your heart forever. He will help heal all the wounds and the hurts from your past. He loves you and he wants to spend forever with you. The only thing you have to do right now is to accept Jesus into your heart and he will do the rest. If this is you, 
Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins before you, and I ask that you will forgive me of all my sins and cleanse me with your precious blood. I ask that you will come into my heart to live forever. I confess you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and I choose right now to live my life for you and you alone, Jesus. I ask that you will fill me with your Holy Spirit to help me live my life victorious for you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Now, if you just said this prayer, I am so happy for you. You are beginning a new life in Christ Jesus, and he will help you. He will lead you. He will guide you into a new life. And right now, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will come where you are and just to fill you with his peace, his love, his joy, and that he will just direct you and guide you in the paths that God has for your life, that you will be walking in God's perfect will for your life from this point forward. You are his child. He loves you and he died for you. And now you will live with him forever. I hope you have enjoyed hearing my testimony and I pray that it has touched your heart in some way. And until the next episode, I pray that God will bless you and he will keep you and to make his face shine upon you. In Jesus name. Amen.